What's going on, guys? It's Justin here with Fox English Learning. And I have had so, so much fun putting out these English lessons every day this week. We're going to keep it coming for you guys so you can learn English for free, build your confidence, and have fun, and also learn more about Jesus and your walk with Him. Um, but as you guys know, all my lessons are sponsored, and we're going to get to that. But in this lesson, what we're going to look at is how to use was and how to use were. Ah, it's going to be really fun and it can be tricky. And also, as always, we'll close with learning English with the Bible. But you know my lessons are free, so sit back, relax, enjoy this quick sponsor, and we'll get into our English lesson for today. Thanks so much for listening to that sponsor. But you guys are listening to these lessons so that you can learn English and have fun while doing it. So you want to learn what is the different difference between was and were. First off, let's make sure you guys can pronounce these words and let's make sure that we can say them correctly and what they mean. So the first one is was. W-A-S. It kind of has a Z sound, kind of at the end, but you pronounce that was. And then you have the verb were. Were. So you spell was. W-A-S. Was. And you spell were. W-E-R-E. Were. Here's the thing. They both are a tense of the phrase or the verb to be. So to be. The past tense form of to be is was. So past tense. If you want to talk about the verb to be in the past tense, you say was. You could say I was at home yesterday. So you're talking about the state of being at home. I was at home yesterday. I was at the baseball game yesterday. I was looking forward to us meeting. That means you were in the state of looking forward to it. You can say I was learning English yesterday, or she was running from her uh, mom yesterday. Was it's the state of being in that, so being. So that's the, but it's the past tense of it as was. But here's the key: this is going to unlock your understanding of the difference between was and were. Were is is something we like to call a subjective. A subjunctive. So it's a subjunctive. That's a weird word to say. You don't need to know what that is. This is what you need to know about the word were. Okay. It expresses an action or a state that is not reality. Let me say that again. It is an action or a state that it, uh, that is not reality. For example, it might be hypothetical wished or conditional going to say that again hypothetical so not a real situation you someone says you know hypothetically just to talk about it not that it's real something you wish for or something conditional now you hear that but you're like okay teacher justin what does that mean okay you use was when you're talking about things in the past that have to do with the verb to be. So I was going to work. That means you were in the state of being at work or going to work, okay? But here's where you learn how to use were. You want to talk about it things that are not reality, okay? So here's an example. 
If Maria were to find all the money in the world, she would be a millionaire <laughs> or a trillionaire. Let's say that. <laughs> if Maria were to find all the money in the world, she would be a trillionaire. If Maria were to find all the money in the world, she would be a trillionaire. Or you could say, anytime you say the word, I wish, you never say was after it. So I wish I was tall. I wish I was faster. He wishes he was my boyfriend or she wishes she was my wife. All of those are incorrect. It's always were. I wish I were taller. I wish I were your boyfriend. I wish you were my wife. That is one of the main things in understanding when to use was and when to use were. When you're using was, it has to do with something that actually happened or actually was taking place. So I was at home yesterday. That's not hypothetical. That's not something you wished for. If you want to talk about something you want so bad or like, oh, I wish I were fluent in English. You wouldn't say I wish I was fluent in English. That is actually an incorrect way to say that. But you will steer, still hear a lot of uh, native speakers use that. It's okay if you don't. But the proper way, if you're talking about anything that's not reality, reality is real life. You know, if I were a superhero or if you're talking about conditionals, if you were, say, if I was to ask you the question, if you were a superhero, what power would you want? If you were a superhero, what power would you want? You wouldn't want to say if you was a superhero. That would be the incorrect way to say it. Both of them have to do with the verb to be. So you're talking about if you were being a superhero, but you would say were if it's not reality, if it's conditional. But here's the thing. Even though I gave you guys a lesson on that, I'm actually going to test you on it the next lesson. So coming out tomorrow, we're going to have a lesson where you're going to have to fill in what goes where? Would you put was there or would you put were there? So this was the first part of our English lesson. But let's finish it up by transitioning to our favorite part, which is learning English by reading the Bible. So listen to this quick sponsor and we'll finish up our English lesson for today. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for listening to that sponsor and allowing students all around the world to continue to learn English for free. And as you guys know, this is my favorite portion of our English lesson where we continue to learn English uh, with the Bible. Not only are we going to get to do that, but I have a surprise for you guys. He hasn't been around in a few weeks, but he is back to help you guys learn English and talk about his passion for Jesus. And we have Patrick back in the building. Patrick, say hey to everybody. Hey guys, glad to be back. I hope everybody is doing well. I um, hope Justin has some good questions for me tonight or this morning over there. Um, hope everybody's doing good and we'll get into it. Awesome, awesome, Patrick. Thank you for being here, man. You are a blessing in every portion of life. So what you guys are going to get to learn from this portion is listening to an English conversation, how it flows. We're going to ask conditional questions. We're going to ask questions in the past tense, in the present tense, in the future tense, and all kinds of things. But it's going to be centered around the Bible 
and you guys learning English. We want to focus on God's word and how that changes our lives. So as you guys know, we've been reading through the book of Proverbs. We're only on, I believe, uh, verse four, but that's okay. We're going to keep going through it. So far, one of the main vocabulary words we talked about was wisdom and how we said wisdom is knowledge applied through experience. Okay, knowledge applied through experience. But biblical wisdom was seeing things from God's perspective. So, Patrick, when you think of wisdom that comes from the Bible, that comes from God, how do you describe it and what do you think of? It is what I try to live my life by each and every day, just throughout each work day, throughout my relationships, both with family, uh, with my girlfriend, um, just in every aspect of my life. It's something that I try to live by. Um, when it comes to God's wisdom and his word, I have to be in his word. Um, and I try to do that by starting off my day in his word. Um, that way my focus is on him. Um, my mind is on his word and I'm focusing on his words of wisdom and I'm trying to keep them in my heart. Um, but yeah. So that's what Patrick thinks of when he thinks of biblical wisdom. When you think about wisdom of the world, so worldly wisdom, what comes to mind when you think of that? Uh, worldly wisdom. There are two different things, I think. Um, First one, it can be kind of a self-wisdom, um, wisdom that you gain just from experience. Um, say, like with my job as a plumber, um, I learned from hands-on doing things and messing up, trying again until I succeed. And then also wisdom that I gain from others, things that are taught to me. Um, also pertaining with my job or pertaining with uh, technology. Let's go. I call Patrick. So you guys know about this. It's something called nicknames. And if you have friends who are from America or even around you guys, they're going to probably give you a nickname or call someone a nickname. So I call Patrick Pat Daddy. No, he is not my father. No, he is not my daddy. But we just call him Pat Daddy. I don't even know how the name got started, but it's a nickname. So if you guys ever message him, make sure to message him, Pat Daddy. So, Patrick, you said that you try to get God's wisdom from reading the word. Um, how else do you think you can gain godly wisdom? By praying and just talking to him. Uh, that's also part of what I try to do in the mornings is uh, just talk to him just like you would talk to anybody else. Talk to your girlfriend, talk to your mom, to your dad, to your aunt, your uncle. Um, whoever it may be, you have to talk to them in order to have a relationship with them. Um, and it's the same way with God. You have to talk to him and to be in his word in order for him to uh, just provide that wisdom. Do you think wisdom can be dangerous? Uh, by all means, um, if you have wisdom in the sense of doing wrong, um, it could lead somebody to robbing a bank or something of that nature. Um, or, it, well, that wouldn't be wisdom. That would be false wisdom. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's good, Patrick. So I was thinking about it. So like worldly wisdom and godly wisdom, like godly wisdom never um, puffs up the individual or not puff, never points to the individual, but points to Christ. And worldly wisdom may point towards the person who's given the wisdom, you know. Uh, so I know that can be dangerous. And 
uh, thinking too highly of ourselves. Um, not that we should think that we're stupid, um, but know that. So if you look in, uh, so if you look in the New Testament, in the book of James, it's another book of the Bible, uh, James 1, 5. It's really cool. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. Um, so when we, we that is even kind of humbling, knowing that the knowledge does not come from you. It comes from God. So true wisdom is having God's perspective. And if any of you guys lack it, let's say if your country is going through a lot and you don't know what to do to provide for your family or you don't know what to do for your future or anything like that. If you want God's perspective, he promises in his word. If you go to him, he'll give it to you. He's not some evil God with his perspective hidden behind his back and he's trying to hide it from you or, or get it from you. Uh, it should be fine in the recording. Um, but so that's what godly wisdom looks like is, is you want to seek prayer. You want to seek the word, any other ways you think that you can get godly wisdom, Patrick. Um, yeah, from others, uh, from other believers. So seeking wise counsel. Um, and what I mean by counsel is just like friends or people from the church, uh, people that are in God's word a lot and praying and talking to God often. Um, but yeah. So we're going to end this lesson where we talked about Proverbs. We've talked about biblical wisdom. We've talked about worldly wisdom, but we're also talking about learning English. And one of the best ways to learn English is by memorizing verses in English. So if you want to memor if you want to improve your English, you need to be speaking English out loud. And one of the best things you can do is memorize Bible passages in English. So I have Patrick memorizing a verse. So we're going to put him on a spot to see how he does with that verse and have him explain that verse a little bit just to see how he does. So, Patrick, um, it's Psalm 67, verse one through two. Let's see what you got, Patrick. All right. So bear with me. Uh, it's going to be a little uh, little spotty. Uh, so Psalm 67, verse one and two. May God be gracious to us and bless us. May he make his face shine upon us so that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Which, what uh, translation did you memorize? Okay, good, good. So Patrick, one quick question. In that verse, it's talking about God blessing us. In that passage, why is that person asking for God to bless them? that person is asking for God to bless them because they are wanting to further God's kingdom by telling other people about the salvation that Jesus offers and that God offers. Amazing. Patrick sounds like a pastor guy. Super proud of him. I think I asked you to memorize that verse, what, a day ago? Monday, today's, well, almost two days ago, but yeah. So Patrick is, no, it's Tuesday actually. Tuesday. So Patrick has done that in a day. So here's my challenge for you. I want you guys to look up in a Bible Memorize the verse John 3.16. I'm going to say that again. It's the verse John 3.16. If you actually signed up for my free lessons, I'll send you a picture of that verse. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to practice reading that verse out loud so you can make sure you're practicing your pronunciation, that you're practicing the flow, but also that you're improving your confidence. And remember what we talk about in learning English, you want to teach others, teach someone else that verse to help them learn English. So I'm going to read it for you guys so you can hear me say it, but I want you to practice saying it also. It's one of the coolest passages in the Bible. It's John 3, 16. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. If you wanted to sum up Christianity, if you wanted to sum up the Bible in one passage, it would be John 3.16. I'm going to read that one more time for you guys. You need to make sure you're practicing saying this out loud and think about what that actually means for your life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Reading that verse gives me chills. It gets me excited. Um, That passage and the truth of that passage changed my life. So if you guys have not already, that is your homework assignment. I want you to memorize John 3.16. And this is what I want you to do if you're still listening. Send me a voice recording on Facebook of you saying it. And I'll tell you where you need to improve, what you need to do, and how you can improve the way you're saying it. I'm going to say it one more time so you can hear how I say the words and so that you can say them and sound like a native speaker. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I hope you guys have had fun learning English with the Bible and learning English with me and Patrick. Um, But I hope you guys have a great day. And as always, have fun learning English.